The trade show is such a different experience, right? It's not just having a regular conversation with your customers. It's going there with the idea of how to evolve that relationship through this event. Hello and welcome to this week's Maker Marketing. I'm Laura Benjamin. I'm excited to be here. I hope you are too. And this week we've got a solo show. So normally I like to have a guest on the show, but every once in a while I'm going to do a solo show where I dive into a topic that I've been hearing from my clients or from my audience and try to help solve some of these marketing challenges that you guys are having um, and make everyone better at what they're trying to accomplish. So we do have some great guests lined up and coming up in the next couple of weeks, including someone from the Rapid Institute and someone that does manufacturing consulting to help solve overseas and internal staffing challenges. So I'm really excited to talk with those folks in the next few weeks. But for this week, we are going to talk about and debug what's going on with your trade shows. What do you do with your trade show leads? How do you even start to think about putting together a trade show? And are you one of the many, many manufacturers I've talked to who say, trade show strategy? What's that? So that's why we're here today. We're going to talk through some of these strategies that I've seen be very successful and what separates a successful trade show strategy and follow-up system from one that maybe isn't going to get you guys some great results. So right off the bat, you know, why do you ever wonder why sometimes we've got these businesses that seem to have like this trade show booth that's super active. You look over and they've got tons of people in their booth. They're talking, they're engaged, they're having a great time. And then, you know, you're looking around and there's lots of other booths that just sort of have people milling around, sitting down, low energy, not really a lot going on. Well, we want to be that first one, right? We want to be that trendsetter, the one that everyone's coming to to say, hey, check out what we've got going on here. It's an exciting time. You're going to have fun in this booth. You're going to get to talk with some folks and have a good experience. And so let's explore some of those strategies that'll get you there, right? Because without clear strategy, you're going to be that booth that no one really wants to come to. You're going to be that one that, you know, maybe is just sort of milling around and, and looking on with envy uh, at, at these other booths that are having a great time. So number one, the first thing I want you to do is begin with the end in mind, right? We're going to assume that you know your customer inside out. We're going to assume that you've got a really good relationship with them, that you've been doing some content marketing. You know, they're, they're engaging with your blog. Maybe you've got some other media that goes out to these folks, your, your email marketing campaigns, um, your product itself. They're, they're really engaged in what you're doing. They love your systems. But a trade show is such a different experience, right? It's not just having a regular conversation with your customers. It's, it's going there with the idea of how to evolve that relationship through this event. Think through some possible goals, right? What are the things that you could accomplish from a trade show? Well, the obvious thing is that you could get some sales from that. You could build some lead generation, but there's a lot more than that. You can use it as a platform for a new product announcement. Think about like kind of what you've got coming up in your, in your sales cycle. Do you have a big a big new product release that's happening in the next three to six months that this trade show and some of the other ones that you're doing after it could all be part of what you're doing on the print side and the email side to reinforce the launch of that product, to demo and give some sneak peeks of that new product, right? 
So often we get stuck in this cycle of just getting out there and doing regular old sales contacts that we forget that one of the best ways that you can get clients excited about what it is you're doing, get customers engaging with your product, is by putting it in their hands or showing it off at these events. You know, I, I've worked with a lot of manufacturers that when they put these demos together, they get amazing feedback and great results because these people get this, this product in their hands and they're suddenly like, wow, I love how this works, or I never thought about using it this way, or I didn't know that these new features were going to be available. And that's one of the biggest things you can do is just get that, that word spread about what's new about your product, get a demo in people's hands, and get them starting to get excited about what it is that you're doing. Another big goal that you could have is to further your client relationships and, your, and really just drive your engagement on all of your channels, right? So one of the ways that I would usually advise a client to do this is think about, well, you know, what channels are you using right now? Which ones are being effective? And how can we further uh, get some results out of those channels? Well, in this case, it might be telling some customer stories. You know, could we set up a way to have clients come in or customers come in, tell their stories, tell, you know, what it is they love about working with you, working with your product, Turn that into content for your social channels, right? Put that in your blog, put that in your newsletter, highlight and feature your customer in your, on your Facebook page, on your Twitter accounts, on a, on a YouTube video. When we start to tell our customers stories, a lot of the selling job is done for us. We're, we're getting people excited by having them put themselves in your customer's shoes, understand what it is that you're gonna do for them beyond just a feature kind of analysis. And now they're thinking, oh yeah, I love how you were able to do this for this customer. And now I want the same thing, right? So talking about social channels and furthering your customer relationships. So demos, social channels, uh, and then of course sales and leads, but it's hard to generate just straight up sales and leads. Um, that, is, that is certainly one of the goals that you can have, but one of the ways that I recommend doing that is by planning a solid offer. So what is it that you could do with your product, parse off a part of your product, have some sort of special show bonus, that would be exclusive to this show, right? So this does a couple of things. It teaches your customers that if they seek you out at this show, they're going to get a bonus that they wouldn't normally get from just doing business with you at a normal time. You know, whether they're working with a distributor, whether they're working with you directly, they understand that now by coming to visit you at the show, they're gonna get extra something. And that extra something can be something that drives that engagement, that relationship deeper. Sometimes that's promotional items that, you know, they, they normally wouldn't get. Um, I usually, I usually recommend against sort of simple trinkets. I think that that's, that's not something that necessarily drives engagement, but I have seen clients that when they, when they build those brands and they have brand evangelists, they love getting hats. They love getting custom designed t-shirts that, you know, integrate the logo to some extent, but a lot of times like one of the coolest projects we got to work on last year was that when our, one of our customers works a lot in agriculture and they were able to design a custom t-shirt that feels very much like a, like a band t-shirt. And so um, it's almost like they get to go on this world tour and they feel like, oh, you know, this is such a cool thing. Like I got the tour shirt, the tour shirt for, uh, for, this, for this brand. And so it's one of those things that they start to seek out and they look for uh, on top of, you know, whatever it is they could normally buy from your business. Um, sometimes this could be bonus reports. 
um, extra features, extra add-ons, uh, some sort of show exclusive version of a product. I've seen, you know, versions of a product get made with a limited press run so that you, you can buy one of a limited, you know, 500 versions of a product that's only available at shows during the year. Just other ways to get people to seek you out and want to engage with a special offer at the time of the event. And what's really important here is that you remember that an event is an exclusive one-on-one -on -one special occasion that you get to have with these customers that you wouldn't normally get to have, right? Most of the kinds of clients that I work with in manufacturing are, are ones that manufacture a product and then they work through a distributor in order to, to sell that product. So if you're like that, you don't necessarily get a lot of face time with your, your ideal customer. So one of the best things that you can do is create this sort of microcosm of your brand experience. You know, if you were the distributor, what would that experience feel like? Use that as a way to set the tone and eventually you, you bridge that into how you help distributors sell your product. But not only that, people that meet you at these trade shows are going to remember, oh, you know, it was such a cool thing to go and talk to these guys. They showed us this, this new product and how it was going to work and then how it was going to make my life better. And I got to demo it and they did a customer story thing. They talked through some of the stuff with me and then they put me on YouTube or Facebook. And uh, what an exciting little event. And then that's their contact for the year. They're going to remember that. That's going to stick with them. And all of a sudden, you know, every time they go to think about a certain type of product, they're going to remember that experience. And even though they're buying through a distributor, that's going to be part of that buyer journey. And what's the next thing that you can do when you have these one-on-one -on -one touch points with your audience? Well, you can use it as an opportunity to learn from them, right? So another one of my clients working through some of those strategies um, who does ex exclusively sell through a distributor and really only does support um, for their devices uh, that, that has any touch point with their actual uh, parent company um, can, can really use this as a way to say like, well, tell us, you know, tell us what you think of the product. Tell us what you like about using our product. Give us that feedback that we need to know. Did you find it easy to integrate? You know, survey them as you're having those conversations. Make sure that you've coached whoever is presenting at these shows to be aware of these questions and to be asking these kinds of questions so that you're going to come back with a lot of great data, right? So here we go. Like all of these different things that you can be doing at trade shows that aren't just, you know, sitting and answering questions, right? It can be surveying your customer. It can be selling a, a, an exclusive version of your product or creating a unique brand experience. It can be demoing that product so people get excited about what's coming up. It can be used as a launching point to release a new product. But here's the thing, like if you don't start with those ends in mind, you're not going to get there. You're going to get to the show. You're going to feel like, oh, you know, I've got to go down and, and uh, be ready to have this FaceTime with these customers. Um, your sales team is going to have their, their motivators, which is going to be, you know, sell, sell, sell. Um, you know, if you're in leadership, you're going to want to see those numbers improve. If you're in marketing, um, certainly you're going to want the market research, but you're probably thinking, you know, what can we do to encourage the sales side of things? But I'm going to say there's more to it than just the sales side and, and think through some of these possibilities as you plan your trade show strategy and what you can be doing to make sure that when you send people to these trade shows, that's part of what you get back out of that show experience. It isn't just let's go and sell. 
It's let's go and build some relationships. Let's go and get some market data. Let's go and have a great experience for our customers. So they get really excited about what it is we're doing. We can point them to a couple of resources in the right direction. We can learn about how to make our product better and we can show them what the future of our brand is going to bring to their lives. All right, so that's all well and good, right? Like we've got the end in mind now, but where do we even start, right? And that's that's the next big thing I wanna talk about is that there's gonna be a couple of months before a show or before your show season starts. So you're gonna to wanna to strategically think through each of these shows and what part in that buyer journey they play. You're gonna have a lot of upfront time planning for these shows and doing one of the best things that you can do in order to ensure your show is successful, which is build the hype. Get customers excited about what they're gonna experience when they're there. Don't just wait till they're there and you're in that sea of a lot of other manufacturers or other businesses that are competing for that attention. Make sure you're starting to build relationships before the show even starts. Give people a reason to wanna come by, advertise where you're gonna be and get people excited to come seek your booth out so that they know to look for you um, sometimes you can be very specific as to where that is. You know, I've had had clients that have that booth number well in advance, so they're able to tell people, hey, find us in this spot. You'll see us at this part of the show or in this location. And that's a great way to ensure that people are already excited and ready to come see you before that show even starts. Depending on the size of the show, depending on your audience, um, you'll get that list beforehand, or if you have the opportunity to get the list of attendees beforehand, that can be one of your most powerful pieces of data in order for you to start making those connections, right? Because when we have that list ahead of time, well, gosh, we can do everything from if it's a small list, you can have either yourself in, in a marketing capacity or maybe in a leadership ship capacity, start to reach out through channels like LinkedIn and just make those connections. Don't don't sell anything at this point. That's not really the goal here. But if there are people that you can see on that list that fit the ideal profile of your customer, then there's ways that you can get them excited about seeing you at the event ahead of everyone else. So, okay, let's say you got this list and you started segmenting it out. Well, that's that's great. That's uh, you know that's going to be a combination of different factors. That that again assumes that you know your your audience and what it is that they're going to want to do while they're at that show. But if it's if it's not a small enough list, and by a small list I mean like maybe fifty hundred people, um, you know that you've narrowed out of this out of a larger list. If you can't narrow that list down, um, a lot of times your show will will enable you to send at least one email beforehand. Sometimes a resource, sometimes a teaser, but something that either comes from you or goes through them to to give them a reason to be excited. And it's vitally important that you make the message in that email count. Speak directly to your ideal customer, who you're trying to connect with at that show, and make sure that they look at that and say, oh wow, I have to go and see this company. If I don't, I'm gonna be missing out. I'm gonna be losing out on a vital part of this trade show experience. So, so much can happen when you get this list beforehand, right? From email marketing to uh, one of the smarter things you can do is start to build your Facebook marketing list. Um, smart 
Facebook marketers are going to know already what I'm talking about, but the idea that you can take this list of email addresses, import that into Facebook, and then look for both that audience and similar audiences so that you can be marketing directly to them. And you're being really efficient about it. You're taking this audience that you know is already interested in seeing you potentially at this show or is interested in the topic of the show and creating a Facebook audience that is already engaged with that concept, right? So they're already out there looking for this kind of product or service that you offer, and they're going to get excited about seeing an ad. Well, maybe not excited about seeing an ad, but they're going to see your ad in that sequence of just using Facebook and and seeing that in the flow of their day-to-day news. That's one of the best ways you can use a larger list. Larger lists are tougher because you don't get that personal approach, right? One of the best things that that I think you can do with that smaller list is go back to like LinkedIn and search for those people, have those one-on-one connections in a non-sales relationship. But if you have this larger list and you can't really see a way to segment it down, you don't feel like it's going to be appropriate to do reach outs, well, certainly look for ways that you can do some sort of email blast, some sort of import into Facebook and at the very least, get some messaging in front of them that gets them excited and gives them a reason to come to your show. And remember, it's got to be something that for this audience is going to excite them, right? So just as a side note, uh, a lot of times I'll see clients that'll go through and want to do messaging that talks about how great they are, how great their product is. And always, always, always be remembering what it is that's driving your clients, why it is they would seek you out, the benefit and the life change that they're going to get. Make that the core and the focus of the message and give that as the reason that they're going to want to come and check you out uh, ahead of everyone else that you'll see at the show. So we're going to take a quick break right now, but coming up after the break, I'm going to go through my list of don'ts the big things that you don't want to do when it comes to the show, how to follow up after, and most importantly, how to measure your results. Are we going to make sure and get a result out of this show, or are we just going for the sake of going to the show and seeing what happens? So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey there, it's time for just a quick break and to let you know that the Maker Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Satellite 6, an agency that helps businesses succeed in reaching their growth goals through proven brand and digital marketing systems. And if you're a manufacturer with a team of one to two marketers and wish you had the full capabilities of a marketing team behind you without having to hire another 10 people, Satellite 6 can help. There are tons of free resources, articles, and more to help your business succeed through better brand marketing. You can even schedule a free ideas call to talk through your goals. All this and more is available right now at Satellite6.com. And now, back to the show. And we are back, you guys, talking about some trade show don'ts, right? The biggest things that I want to make sure you know about your trade show strategy and what you want to talk to your team that's going to be there about what not to do at that show. So my number one all-time biggest don't do. Don't sit behind a table. I see this all the time, you know, walking through trade shows and there's there's people that are just sitting behind these tables that expect people to walk up to them. They have these simple conversations. They wish people well and send them on their way and they get no results. And then they later, they look at those, those results and they say, well, why didn't we get anything out of this show? Well, 
It's because there's very low energy. You're sitting behind a booth. You become unapproachable. Get rid of the table. If you're going to have a table at your booth, great. Have a standing table. Have something at the side that you can go and sit and have a consultation at. But number one thing, you guys, do not sit at a table. Stand up. Get into that aisle. Start talking to people. If you don't see anyone you know right away, right, like ideally what you're going to do is you're going to take this list idea that we just talked about before the break and say, well, who can I connect with and who can I make sure is going to come seek me out during the show? If you use LinkedIn strategy, what you're going to do is know those people before, you know, and know what they look like before the show even starts. So if you've got a really good memory, you're going to be able to identify those people as they're walking through the event. And even say, hey, so-and-so, why don't you come in? Let's let's talk. It's good to see you in person. I'd love to know more about what you've got going on. But at the very least, just start those conversations with people. Which, hey, how's it going? Um, do you have a few minutes to talk? Hey, what do you look here at the show looking for? Tell me about yourself. What are you what are you looking to accomplish today? You know, these sorts of basic lead-in questions are gonna get conversations going, they're gonna get people in your booth, and they're gonna create dialogue for you to have those conversations. So keep that energy up, you guys. Make sure that you're up and out and getting people excited with your body language, getting people excited with how you're starting those conversations so that you can really start the relationship in person and that brand experience off on the right foot. Do not sit at a table. Don't sit down. Expect to be on your feet. Take a couple of breaks here and there. Rotate people out if you need to, but stay on your feet and stay up and talking to people as much as possible. Okay, great. So don't number two, don't hand out the same stuff that you hand out just sort of in your normal day-to-day sales operations. Your show is an event. Your show should be treated like a special event. You know, whether that's some sort of special offer, some sort of special material exclusive to the show, the things that you're showing that remind people of the demos that they had, some preview product information, an exclusive um, an exclusive flyer, an exclusive kind of handout. All of these things are a much, much better approach than handing out the same old, you know, brochure that you normally hand out with your corporate overview or just your typical sales material. Make sure that that event, that brand experience that you're trying to create for your customer is reflected in the unique materials that you put together for your trade shows. And the last don't that I want to make sure that you guys know is don't forget your follow throughs. You know, the number one way that you're going to lose prospects down that, that, that sales funnel is by forgetting to follow through, right? So at the beginning of the show, we said, well, what do, what do we do with all these trade show leads that we're getting? You know, we don't want to just put them in a spreadsheet and forget about them. Build a follow-up sequence. Know what you're going to the show to do. Prep people from going to the show, you know, that are going to the show so that you, you can get them excited about that thing. And then after the show, remind them of that experience. You know, and this is going to kind of lead into my next point, which is always be be following up after after this, just like a normal sales cycle. But with an emphasis on the experience that they had, the unique things about that show and the, the things that they did there. You know, tell those clients stories that you gathered during the event. Talk about what it was you experienced, who you enjoyed meeting. Just have that sort of like one-to-one, very relationship-based experience with your customers. Um, at these shows, you need to be connecting with people. You need to be showing people that your brand 
is something that people can connect and have a relationship with. And so your follow-up is going to be most critical for doing that. Okay, so great. Now you've got this great strategy. You figured out how you're going to get people excited beforehand. You figured out how to get people excited at the show, create this great brand experience, and figuring out, you know, what does that email sequence follow-up look like? What does the phone call sequence follow-up look like? What are we doing after the show to keep people engaged and keep people connected to our brand? Well, now it's time to measure those results, right? So you started with your list, started narrowing it down into people that you believe to be most engaged with your systems or most interested or within that target audience that you're looking to achieve. Now see how you did. You know, who's starting to click? Who's starting to turn into leads? Who's giving signals on your website about reading specific pieces of content related to the follow-ups that you sent? Who's opening your email messages and what are they doing in those email messages? Are they even starting to reach back out to you? If you begin with that end in mind, make sure that you've accomplished that goal. And if you haven't, adjust either your goals or adjust your strategy. This isn't rocket science. This is marketing, right? And so we're going to learn what it was that worked. We're going to learn what it was that didn't. We're going to figure out where we missed the mark and what we can do to ensure that in the next shows, you know, so maybe we, we, we come up with a strategy for a show or two. We run that strategy. We see how it, how it works. And then after those shows, we check in on the results. We see if we were performing to expectations, if we were getting the kinds of email open percentages and lead generations and next step engagements that we wanted to achieve. And if not, we start to backtrack. How can we set that table earlier in the process? How can we get people excited earlier in that process so that they come into the show? Did we get the number of people in the booth that we were trying to get? And so throughout this whole process, remember those key performance indicators, those numbers that are going to drive the end result. That's going to be your email opens and engagements to begin with. That's going to be people that accept your offer before the show even starts. That's going to be people that get back to you before the show. That's going to be foot traffic into the booth and people that you connected with before going into the booth and who actually stopped by and had those conversations with you. That's going to be people that tried numbers of people that tried the demo. That's going to be numbers of people that took your material. And then that's going to be numbers of people that open your emails afterwards, that take your calls afterwards, that click and follow through different campaign funnels afterwards. All of these numbers should be driving us towards what in actuality is going to say, how did we do? And if you run this, this same campaign a number of times with the same kinds of shows, you're going to learn very quickly what's working and what people are engaging with and what's not and what needs to be retooled. And that's where our marketing process takes over, right? We're going to go through the messaging. We're going to make sure that's resonating. We're going to go through um, the, the email headlines, the subject lines, making sure that those are optimized so people want to open those emails. We're going to go through and make sure that, you know, the, the, the conversations that people are having are quality conversations. And if there needs to be coaching in terms of like what's being promoted at these shows and events, some of the best ways to do this too are feedback from those customers. So when you do a follow-up sequence, you know, just like we asked at the show, you know, what do you like about our brand or what do you like about our product? How are you using our product? You know, tell us about yourself and, and what it is that you enjoy about your life with, with our product as part of that. You can also ask, well, what did you enjoy about the show? What, you know, what connected you with our products? What, what excited you about coming to the show? And start to get that information about the motivating 
factors that lead people to these shows and looking for a product like yours. And now that you're armed with that data, you can really start to evaluate how you did and plan for the next show, the next result, the next sequence of shows, so that you are ahead of the game when it comes to your future trade show performance. So the next time, you know, you're thinking to yourself, oh, gosh, what do I do with all these trade show leads? Or what do I do in order to get a better result from trade show? This is it, right? Start with the end in mind. Figure out, you know, what that plan looks like, if there's an offer involved, what you want to get out of the show, the kinds of numbers and results that you want to see that make going to that show worthwhile. When you start with the end in mind, you can get that list and start to target the people that fit that profile. You can go back through, start to make those connections before the show even starts so that people are excited to seek you out and engage with you at the booth. You're going to be at the show having great conversations with people, asking them for information, getting to know them, and creating a very personalized and one-on-one brand experience for them. And you're not going to sit down. You're not going to be low energy. You're going to be excited to see them. You're going to be out there handing out some sort of promotional material, some sort of show-exclusive stuff that they're going to get excited about. And then you're going to follow up afterward. You're going to have that follow-up sequence so that you can understand, you know, they can understand what the next steps in building a relationship with you is, and you can work them towards those next steps uh, with your business. From all of that, you're going to measure it. You're going to see how the performance is doing, and you're going to go back to the beginning and start to examine how it is you can get a better result as you move down the chain. And that's what you want to do at a trade show. So with that, I'm going to wrap up this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Maker Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Benjamin, and I will be at a trade show in Milwaukee next week. On February 20th and 21st, I'll be at Manufacturing Matters. Uh, My company has a booth there. We're looking to have some exciting conversations with folks, get them uh, really excited about how they can improve their marketing and the things that they can be doing in order to further their company's growth and performance in 2019. So... Hope I see you there if you are going to be in attendance. Uh, If not, there's tons of resources on our main website, satellite6.com slash resources. We're getting ready to release our 2019 marketing trends guide specifically for manufacturers. So if you're looking for things that are working when it comes to manufacturing, um, satellite6.com slash resources next week will have that information. And I'll post some more in the show notes so you can download that. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and all the best to your success. This has been the Maker Marketing Podcast. I'm Laura Benjamin. Thanks so much for joining me. For show archives, notes, and more, please visit makermarketing.co. The Maker Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Satellite 6, establishing manufacturers as best in market and achieving focused new growth through results-driven marketing systems. Learn more at satellite6.com.